1: after two or three or four or five properties you know they get to a point where um you know they're they're very comfortable you know kind of going off themselves and buying properties and i actually take a lot of pride in that um to get them you know hopefully i guess maybe I, i played a large part to get them to that point
0: This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode of Invest Like a Pro presented by Housefinder, we're chatting with buyer's agent Simon Liu. We find out how to buy properties below market value, hear about a story where a couple utilized a strategy that improved their property portfolio and delve into the advantages of using a buyer's agent. Simon Lou is a property buyer's agent and also director of Housefinder. His company helps clients find and purchase investment properties under market value. In order to learn more about our topic, Invest Like a Pro, Lou shares with us a particular client to help us understand how I was able to help them improve their portfolio. This
1: particular client uh, I, I have um, had already bought two properties uh, off, the, off just from their own research. Um, they're a mid thirties couple, uh, with two kids, um, working in the corporate world, uh, earning a combined income of around $200,000 a year. Now they got, initially got started researching and buying property, um, just from, you know, listening to podcasts just like this and, you know, reading up on online forums and doing their own research. And when they embarked on their journey to buy their first property, they, um, they, they told me they found the process uh, quite frustrating, mainly due to the lack of time factor. So, you know, even though they had all the research and they kind of knew what they were doing, um, they, you know, really only had weekends and and lunch hours and after hours to to go and inspect or or talk to agents about property. And it took them about six months to buy their, their first property and then consequently another four months to buy their second property. So a year in total. Now, I know that sounds quite, uh, quite, quite ambitious in terms of the, the the relatively small time frame. But they initially had uh, around about 120k saved up, uh, and that's in cash, correct? Yeah, really, really good, uh, really good sort of saving effort from them. But you know, the properties that they ended up buying, um, just from my experience and knowing the area that they bought in, which was in southeast Queensland. Um quite well was that they were probably not they, w- they weren't the worst of deals, but they weren't the greatest of properties either. Um, and in many ways they 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 were probably sold uh, those properties by, by the selling agents that sold it to them as you know great investment uh, potential and all that type of stuff.
0: An expert property buyer has the experience and knowledge to understand where and what to buy. We hear an example that Lou provides about a couple of his clients and where they went wrong. These properties
1: were bought in your more sort of working class uh, areas within Brisbane, within 30 kilometres of Brisbane City, and essentially they were they were townhouses. So you know there were three bedroom townhouses, relatively new, but in this particular area that they bought in. Uh, townhouses are not, uh, you know, usually the best type of property to purchase for a couple of reasons. A, because the value of buying a, um, a a proper house and proper land is not that much difference in terms of price compared to the townhouses. And also, essentially, uh, you know, just looking at comparable sales, you know, they kind of overpaid for These townhouses with the promise of very high cash flow. But uh, what they didn't realize was that these townhouses actually had quite high body corporate. And when the rent is quite low and the percentage yield or the cash flow is quite high, you know, it's very sensitive to costs such as, uh, you know, body corporate, you know, or maintenance or, or things like that. So, anyway, they bought these properties, they rented it out. You know, for uh, the properties were around about two hundred and thirty thousand dollars each, uh, which in townhouse world uh, in these areas is 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 not cheap. And you know, they 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 haven't been doing too badly, but it's it's important to remember that townhouses in these in sort of lower socio areas tend to attract a very low demographic of tenants. So you know, touch wood that they don't encounter any uh, any further rental issues. But you know, in the long run in these particular areas, it's it's always better to have houses as well. The other main reason, I guess, why having houses is also important is because you can actually add value to them. You know, if you own the land, if you own the house, you can actually, you know, convert the house, you know, from three or f- three to four bedrooms or, you know, add an extra bathroom, you know, in a laundry or something like that. But, you know, as as three-bedroom townhouses or, or units, you can really only, you know, sell them as two or three-bedroom units, you know, when it comes to exiting that property.
0: And, and the challenge with that as well, is with townhouses, it's already completed. Therefore, you can't really add an extra room. You can't really quite do much. I mean, the most you could probably do is go into a paint job, maybe just update some of the furnishings and the fishing, uh, fi- fixings inside. Yeah, but that, that's about it. And you've got to even go through Strata as well to actually yeah. get a lot of this to prove. So there's a lot of restrictions by the sounds of it. Yeah. And for an extra 70 to 80K or so, you could potentially purchase yourself a house, which you could potentially add more value on which get more equity. Yep. Yeah. So there's, there's actually obviously an a interesting thing that we're just comparing the, the two and this is not necessarily where most people were head, but for a good investment, you'd probably want to look at the fundamentals. So maybe let's talk a little bit about some of the fundamentals that you'd be looking at helping them with
1: this. Basically what happened was after they bought these two properties, they then then sort of reached out to me after reading about a little bit about my property journey and you know, the type of properties I was buying for my clients. And that's when I sort of really sort of dived into, okay, why are you buying property? What's your goal? What, what's the reason why you, you bought two properties in the space of one year and within just six months again, now you're looking to buy another one and then maybe another one after that. You know, we worked out, you know, just just through our initial conversation that, you know, they, they ultimately had a, had a goal of achieving around $80,000 of passive income from their property property portfolio, and they wanted to achieve this within around about a 10-year time frame. So that's when I sort of worked out, okay, you know, to achieve around $80,000 a year, you're probably going to need around four to five properties fully paid off, you know. So, you know, on average, each of those properties bringing in about $400 a week in rent uh, for you to achieve that goal. And to get to four to five properties paid off, you probably need to buy between 10 to 15 properties within that time frame. And the idea is by the time you get to that point, you're going to have the option to maybe sell down some of your initial ones to offset or to pay off some of the later ones. Which is a strategy that I've done personally for me to get my initial passive income for me to quit my job about you know, four years ago. So, from that perspective, you know that was the goal. So, if they wanted to achieve, you know, ten to fifteen properties within a ten-year time frame, then they're looking at around one to one and a half purchases a year consistently. Now, from that, we have to look at what type of properties to buy, and the fundamentals for me when looking at the type of properties that are conducive to that passive income goal is that they must have good cash flow uh, from the get-go because. You know when you buy one two or three properties with negative cash flow it doesn't hurt you too much but when you're buying if your goal is to buy you know five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten you really need each property to be performing and to be looking after themselves um, otherwise you know you're going to expose yourself to a lot of risk because you know maintenance and tenancy issues and vacancies will happen and they'll happen exponentially the more properties you own
0: When you're building your portfolio and buying properties, there will be hits and misses. Lou explains how having more positive cash flow in your portfolio can help balance everything out. So if you've
1: got one property that's struggling and you've got eight other properties that are doing well, it's kind of like you've got, you know, your balances out at the end. It still doesn't impact on your, you know, day to day living or your income or anything like that. So that's number one. The second fundamental I look for is definitely having properties that are you know, houses on their own blocks of land for a couple of reasons. The main reason is that you have control over that property completely. Uh, you know, a lot of the times when I buy, look for properties for clients, um, you know, I look for properties that have potential to to add value beyond painting and new floors and new, new kitchens and bathrooms, beyond the cosmetic stuff. So what I mean is maybe, you know, adding an extra room, extra bedroom, or maybe adding an extra bathroom, Or maybe a property that has enough side access or a corner block where you can, you know, put on a a dual living type scenario further down the track. So why this is important is because it gives you control over the property. Otherwise, you're at the mercy of the market. You know, if you buy a two or three bedroom townhouse, whether the market goes up or down or sideways, you still can only ever own a two or three bedroom townhouse when you sell it at the end of the day. So having that control, you know, enables you to add real value to it which means that if you are maybe forced to sell, when you choose to sell the property one day, you can get more dollar for it at the end of the day. And really, you know, just the fundamental of property investing is that land appreciates and um, buildings depreciate. So when you buy, you know, some a townhouse, for example, where you don't essentially own the land, then you've really only got a product that obviously, you know, not taking into account market growth, a product that's, you know, only going to experience maintenance and wear and tear over time. The third fu- fundamental that I, I really focus on is, and this is probably the most important one, is probably finding properties that are distressed.
0: It is human nature to be looking for a good bargain when purchasing any type of property. We find out Lou's best tips on being able to find the best deal in investment properties. Like
1: anything in life, you know, we always want a good deal, whether we're buying a car or groceries or, you know, and definitely property because when you buy a property at market value... You basically are buying something that, you know, you're only relying on on the market going up for you to make money. Whereas if you're buying something, and I know this term gets spooked around a lot, like buying below market value. But if you buy genuinely below market value, you can actually make money on the way in buying these properties. So you know, why I look for distress scenarios. I mean, distress can be people, you know, getting divorces, people moving overseas, people, you know, losing their jobs. Any reason why a seller would need to sell that property very urgently pikes my interest because that's an opportunity maybe for me if I'm at the right time, at the right place with the right offer to pick up a house or a property, you know, for less than what it's actually worth in real values. So, what i did with this particular client is with the first property that they bought through me you know the the house value um was approximately three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars and this was based on direct comparables direct comparable sales meaning properties that you know have basically exactly the same that have sold in the past three months in the same area surrounding streets and we managed to purchase this property just slightly below 280k so you know we were kind of at the right place at the right time the property hadn't hit the market yet um because it was a it was a bit of a sensitive situation um where they they didn't want to sell the sellers didn't want to sell the property uh publicly they didn't want it to be public knowledge i believe they were actually getting a divorce so they didn't want to have their house on the market so that you know maybe their friends and family would know that you know what's happening so you know the agent when you know that was uh, that they engaged called me up and said hey i've got this house um the house, you know, was fine. It's been lived in by by the couple uh, for, for a number of years. So there wasn't any sort of major, uh, you know, structural, or you know, termite or pest issues with the property. It was in a very livable, livable condition. So he called me up and he said, hey, Simon, you know, I've got this house. Um, it needs to go urgently. If you can get me an offer today you know there's a there's a good chance that's um that we can get it for for pretty cheap and that's when i started negotiating and i presented the property to this particular client
0: coming up after the break we'll delve further into the advantages of using a buyer's agent
1: i think a lot of people you know uh, use buyers agents like me because um, a, they, they, they kind of want uh, to save time and energy and, and focus on other things. But I think more importantly is that, you know, I, I, there is a, a higher chance of me getting access to a better deal.
0: The importance of having a reliable team around you.
1: So having the right, you know, eyes and ears on the ground is super important um, from every aspect.
0: And that's next. I'm Tyrone Sham and you're listening to Property Investory. Have you been looking for months and getting frustrated each property you've seen seems to be a lemon or just stuck on what property to buy next for your portfolio? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you're not alone. For being a loyal listener of the podcast, Simon Liu is offering a free one and a half hour strategy session, normally $500. He will help you put together an actionable property plan. To get your free strategy session, simply visit housefinder.com.au or call zero four one five six two six three four two and quote property investory with the expert advice of Lou, his client went through with a deal and they were not disappointed with the result. They
1: ended up buying the property for you know just below 280 K which, which is really good <laughs> yeah so it was like a it was you know three-bedroom house typical three-bedroom brick house um, around 25 k's from from Brisbane CBD uh, on about 600 square meter block uh, you know like a, a really nice it's like quite a like a family friendly area you know close to school shops parks transport like all the fundamentals are there and there was an opportunity because the, the house had two living spaces to convert one of the living spaces into a fourth bedroom which isn't something that we did or, or they're doing immediately but they're going to keep that on the back burner for the future when they you know decide to maybe increase the rent or the equity or to sell the property one day to do that so they we purchased the property we rented it out the property rented for um uh from memory i think 340 a week which would have been positive cash flow from day one and the probably the most important thing was that within about Four months, we were able to take out around about 40k equity for the client to use towards the next property. Um, so, you know, within full look, I mean, 40k isn't going to, you know, completely buy you another property.
0: Once you buy the first property, most people find it difficult to buy the second or their third. Lou provides strategies on how you can reach that next step.
1: So 40k was basically just purely by buying well, you know, buying distressed. You know, I think um, you know very rarely can you take 10 to 15 percent of the value of a property out in equity just by buying and doing nothing. You know, signing some paper and paying some money as a deposit. (laughs) Um, So anyway, we took this equity out um, and we went shopping for another property um, uh, after that, and we ended up with another property that was pretty much identical to that property, you know, very similar numbers. Um, we're kind of in the throes of just waiting for the next lot of equity from that second property to come back. Um, And from there, we're going to sort of think about, okay, you know, what's next? Uh, You know, because you have to remember as an investor that every time you take equity out it takes and you spend it, it takes a hit on your cash flow. So when you start off with positive cash flow on each property, if you take equity out, you're basically taking a little mini loan and that can put the cash flow position back into... You know, neutral or maybe even slightly negative territory. So the third property that we're buying is probably going to be a property where it has, um, you know, a, a little bit more cash flow just to help offset some of the early purchases, and maybe in a in a completely different area entirely, just to diversify a little bit. So, but yeah, I mean, that's a that's a strategy that um that that's kind of you know getting them on their way to to reach that goal. You know, they're kind of four properties in now, so.
0: We learn about the situation that Lou's clients were in prior to working with him and looking for guidance.
1: So those townhouses, um, you know, because of the fact that they paid a little bit too much for them beyond the market value of, of the properties, they were pretty much right on neutral, you know. So, you know, this is not including depreciation reports uh, because they were fairly, fairly, fairly new kind of units or townhouses, so maybe around 10 years old or 10 or 15 years old, something like that. Um, but they were, you know, they, after they were rented, they were fairly just neutral, but, you know, the growth prospects on something that you already paid too much for, you know, if there is any growth in the market, A, then it needs to catch up to market value and then it needs to grow beyond that. And I guess the reason why, um, you know, in this particular case, the townhouses were not, uh, you know, in my opinion, not, not as great as, as house on land is because, you know, you can you can t- you can see the difference between, um, you know, the value of the 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 townhouse they pay two thirty, and I managed to buy a house uh, for for two eighty. You know, the the difference in price point isn't very high. You know, I never kind of judge people's uh, portfolios, and I, personally, I don't have a crystal ball, so I don't know. You know, what's going to go up or mm-hmm. down? But you know, I think you know, generally speaking, having house on land is always going to be way more value. Um, than than owning a townhouse pretty much anywhere um, in a capital city. So, look, I wouldn't say it's a mistake, but, you know, I would say that there there could have been uh, definitely a better better purchasing um, uh, criteria. So, yeah, that's what we ended up doing.
0: Some people out there might think that they can do the research and don't need a buyers agent. However, Lou explains the advantages of having one in your corner.
1: I think that's a great question. And there's so many different reasons why people would uh, use a buyer's agent. Um, and, you know, everyone's a little bit different. You know, there are some people who, you know, have the time and the luxury and the energy to, you know, spend, uh, you know, their weekends entirely or after hours and, you know, maybe even during the day to help them find properties. Um you know there are also people out there that um you know may be very confident in in purchasing in different markets especially markets that are interstate that are they're not easily accessible i mean drawing back onto this particular couple i think they were you know a little bit mixed in terms of they didn't really have the time or the energy to you know spend all their weekends and 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 after hours researching property especially with two little kids Um, so that was probably a big factor for them but you know to buy those initial properties that they bought themselves it took them six months and they ended up with a a fairly mediocre outcome and really the bottom line of of them uh, reaching that outcome is is purely because they you know didn't have a the I guess maybe the contacts that that's um that that's required to get you know abnormally good deals um you know so they don't have selling agents calling them you know telling them hey you know i've got this guy he's about to lose his job and you know this is the house this is the property what do you think um and i think i think maybe you get it got to a point for them where they just got frustrated and they just ended up you know just buying something i think a lot of people you know uh use buyers agents like me because um, a, they, they, they kind of want uh, to save time and energy and, and focus on other things. But I think more importantly is that, you know, I, I, there is a, a high chance of me getting access to a better deal. And, you know, I can negotiate on a Wednesday at 2 p.m. You know, I'm, I'm always on the ground looking for deals, analyzing deals, uh, working with, with, uh, with selling agents. Um, and I do a lot of that research already as to, okay, you know, Um, why is this a good area? Why is this a good property? Why is it a bad area or a bad property? You know, maybe we should avoid flood zones, bushfire zones, power lines, you know, all these types of things I've already got, I guess, a lot of experience on.
0: We hear an interesting perspective from Lou on what his ultimate goal is for his clients once he has been with them for a period of time.
1: I think the benefits uh, of, of using, you know, certain buyers agents are quite clear. But I guess what what these these particular clients were after as well was a little bit of guidance, a bit of mentorship. So you know they they approached me after reading about me on on and um, uh, my property journey, and, and they kind of had a little bit of uh, um, I guess faith in the beginning that I, I I've I've got a lot of experience in investing in my own portfolio. So I think that helped. And you know to this day, you know after buying those properties, you know I still mentor them. They still hit me up. You know, with questions about maintenance or tenancy issues or whatever. And I'm more than happy to, you know, help out, even though, you know, technically my job as buyer's agent is complete. And look, I, this is going to sound counterintuitive to what I do, but for me, it's actually, and this has happened to a lot of my clients, like, you know, I actually want them to get to a stage where they can comfortably do the research, find the properties themselves, you know, speak to the right people, have the right team around them you know, property managers, solicitors, like all these types of people um, where they essentially don't need to use, use a buyer's agent, you know. So, you know, I do have a lot of clients that start off very very new, very fresh, very green. Um, you know, we sit down, have that same conversation about, okay, why are you investing in property? What are your goals? You know, why should you buy in certain areas and what you should avoid and what you should buy and what you should, you should do? And we get going, we buy some properties, I do some mentoring and ultimately, you know, they, after two or three or four or five properties, you know, they get to a point where, um, you know, they're, they're very comfortable going off themselves and yeah. buying properties. And I actually take a lot of pride in that um, to get them, you know, hopefully, I guess, maybe I, I played a large part to get them to that point. Um, so, you know, it's not just all about, me finding as much property for people i do have a lot of experience uh experienced investors still come to me for deals because at the end of the day i, I do get dis- distressed deals you know people always want want to want to bargain so there's that as well so there's a whole myriad of things
0: Using a buyer's agent, you do not only get their wealth and knowledge and experience, but also the number of contacts that they have built up over their years. Part of my process is,
1: you know, introducing all the people that you essentially need to um, A, buy the property and, and B, to maintain that property over time. Now, these people are essentially my own team. So, you know, look, I when I first started investing, I, um, I made a lot of mistakes, like a lot of people do. And, and one of the biggest mistakes was having the wrong people as part of your team. Uh, so a very good example would be, you know, like a, a terrible property manager where, you know, uh, if, if they've got, uh, you know, trades, tradies in their books, uh, where, you know, they may not be, you know, above board, um, or they might do something dodgy or they might not do not doing not some, not a great job in terms of maintaining your property. Then it could be a, you know, quite a, quite a nightmare for you uh, not only uh mentally but but financially as well so you know part of my job i think it, it's very important that i you know look i'd never force any of my clients to use the people that i recommend and the people i do recommend don't don't pay me anything so there's no kind of financial benefit but you know it makes my job a lot easier if i point them in the, the right direction of using a certain solicitor that i know has a lot of experience buying these types of properties and negotiating the way that I do um, or maybe you know part of my job is even helping people get some quotes you know if if we buy a house that needs a little bit of work which let's be honest a lot of properties do we're not talking about major renos but just little teething things here and there you know introducing some the right trades that I use personally to manage my own properties you know, I know they're going to provide a great service. I know they're not going to rip them off. I know it's going to be efficient. And it just completes the the property investing journey that they're on, especially if they're quite new. Because when you're quite new and you buy that first property, it's already daunting enough to actually buy it. And then when you come across solicitor issues or tradie issues or property manager issues, it can really affect you uh, your attitude and your ment- mentality in terms of progressing to your second property, your third property and keeping, keeping, I guess, motivated on your goal. So, you know, having a good team around you is probably the single most important element of successful property investing. You know, there's no way you can do everything yourself. Um, you know, a lot of my clients are, are buying interstate as well. So, you know, being a thousand kilometers away, you know if something happens there's no way you can go there and look at every single little problem or even do things yourself so having the right you know eyes and ears on the ground is super important um from every aspect so i think that's why you know having building that team helping them build that team around them is is also um doesn't only help them but helps me as well as a buyer's agent in the long run
0: Thank you to Simon Liu, our guest on this episode of Invest Like a Pro presented by Housefinder. Also, for being a loyal listener of the podcast, I've asked Simon to offer a free one and a half hour strategy session that is normally $500. He'll help you put together an actionable property plan. To get your free strategy session, simply visit housefinder.com.au or call 0415 626 342 and quote, Property Investory.